St. Leo 360, a 360 degree overview of the St. Leo University community. Welcome to another episode of the St. Leo 360 podcast. Once again, this is your host, Greg Lindbergh. On this episode of the podcast, we are speaking about our MBA program uh, here at St. Leo University, and we have a lot to talk about. We have many specializations and concentrations and all that good stuff and a lot of flexibility for a lot of uh, learners out there. And so to help us do that, today we have Dr. Pamela Lee with us, and she is the director of the MBA program, and she is also an associate professor of management here at St. Leo University. Dr. Lee, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Greg. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. This will definitely be interesting and hopefully very informative. Um, so I did want to mention that uh, Dr. Lee is a, uh, a Navy veteran, and uh, we certainly appreciate all of our you know, military <laughs> students and veterans. And yes. so thank you so much for your service, Dr. Lee. Yes, yes, thank you. Absolutely. Okay, so just to start off here, um, I know you've been with St. Leo now for just about a decade. And talk to me about uh, you know, your career in general and then how you wound up actually coming to St. Leo. So, um, I, after when I was in the Navy, um, one of the things that I was able to do was to take advantage of uh, uh, the benefits with regard to tuition assistance. And so I earned a master's degree while I was still on active duty and, and toward the end of that time. And I didn't quite know what it was that I wanted to do. Um, I traveled a lot while I was in the Navy and I'd always enjoyed languages and um, just, you know, phonology. And so I ended up getting a degree in linguistics. I, I visited, you know, a university, a local university, Old Dominion University, and they had all of these great programs in linguistics. And the interesting thing is my husband was active duty at the time. And so what he said was, you know what, I, I got your back, do whatever you want to do. Um, you know, and, and, but hopefully something that you do is going to end up leading to a job. So I'm like, okay, no problem. So, but when I went to explore my passions and I thought about what it was that I wanted to, uh, to major in, I had absolutely no idea how this degree in linguistics was going to lead to a job. So I did exactly what my husband said not to do. And I, and I chose something that I, that I, that I thought would be interesting to me. And as it turned out, um, as part of the, the program in linguistics, I um, earned a TESOL certification uh, to teach English to speakers of other languages. Hmm. And so I had an internship, a practicum experience, where I was teaching in front of the classroom, and I was teaching these wonderful ESL students. I had a great mentor, a great person who helped to acclimate me to teaching in front of the classroom, and that's when I knew, okay, this is what, is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And so from there, I was, uh, I, I was an adjunct in different places, and I did different things. And then I decided to go back to get a PhD, and I got an, a PhD in organizational leadership, which is another one of my passions. And um, I just say the Lord just opened doors. I ended up working for a while at Regent University. I was an associate dean um, at Regent. I was an associate dean at Bryant and Stratton College. And then um, 
the more I started to get into higher education, the more I knew that adult students, that really was my niche, that really was my forte. I just appreciated so much working with people who were sacrificing so much and who just needed the experience in a way that some traditional learners might not really need the experience. And so um, as, I, as I started working for, for Bryant and Stratton, the opportunity came to work with uh, St. Leo University. And when I realized that um, I could work with MBA students, I could work with adult students, and um, there was something about that that was very intriguing to me. And so um, I applied for the position, never really thinking that, that I would get it, to be quite honest. Um, but I've been with St. Leo now since um, 2011, and it has really been everything that I, that I thought it would be and, and just a lot more. Oh, wow. Interesting. And definitely kind of an interesting background. It's funny how yeah. life happens and how things happen. Yeah. And yeah. that definitely applies to you as well, it sounds like. Absolutely. Now, as far as uh, the MBA program, I understand it was uh, 2018 when you were actually named uh, the director of the program. If you could first just talk about, you know, the, the nine years you've been with St. Leo and then kind of what led up to actually becoming director of the program. So um, ever since I've, I've been with St. Leo, I've primarily taught in the MBA program. And again, just working with non-traditional learners and, you know, I just teaching on site and, and watching the students come. These, these are parents after they've been working all day, after they've helped the children with the homework, after they cook dinner, they may have, you know, washed a load of clothes, taken a car to the shop. And so when they show up in the center, at six o'clock, our classes are from six o'clock to 10 o'clock. They're sitting there after they've gone through everything just to get to that seat. And the expectation is you need to make this worth my while. And so I started to just to read and to think a lot more about the content that I was teaching, but also different ways and different modalities. And so my research, I started to focus on teaching adult learners. I started to learn more about uh, teaching adult learners face-to-face uh, -face and also in the online um, experience as well. And so I started to work really closely with the director at that time and the associate director at that time. And then when both of them left the university, they were looking for someone else who, who knew the program, uh, someone who had been working in the program. And at the time, that was me. Once again, never thought in a million years that I would ever be at this position, but because of the timing, because of, of my knowledge of the, of the department and because of the work that I had done uh, with, the, um, with the students, um, I was offered the position at that time, and here I am. Wow, very cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, just kind of digging more, you know, specifically into the MBA program now, I know that we offer, you know, several modalities as far as where this, you know, the, the, the MBA program and the various concentrations are offered. If you could yes. just give a brief overview of that. Yes. So I think that's one of the, the, the things that I really love about our MBA program. Um, we are constantly uh, re, uh, refining it and just trying to make it a, a great program. But at its core, our core courses basically address the needs of this is what managers need to know in order to make a difference in their organizations. And that is the core of the MBA program. So it's the core 
Uh, we offer the class in, in, in centers. Right now, we're offering it in, uh, in Savannah. You can take it in Tampa. We're, we're kicking it off in Columbus. So whether you're in a center location or whether you're on ground, on campus, or either online, the core, those core courses are the same. And so, again, we look for faculty who specialize in teaching in these specific modalities because teaching students online is not the same as teaching them face-to-face. And so we have opportunities. Our students run the gamut. Most of them are adult students who have been, uh, it, it might have been about eight or nine years since they earned their undergraduate degree. So most of them come back after um, having earned their undergraduate degrees a long time ago, having been out of school. But then we also have some of our MBA students who are just coming from an undergraduate program and now they're in their MBA program. But what I love about it, so again, we, we have different students that come from different backgrounds. Um, they come from uh, different uh, perspectives, but the core of the MBA focuses on what managers need to know in order to make a difference in their organizations. And so from that, we have different uh, specialties, as you indicated, uh, different concentrations that if a student wanted to um, specialize in a particular area, um, they would focus their courses in uh, healthcare management, for example, or data analytics or cybersecurity, marketing, project management. There are about 10 different concentrations where in addition to those core courses, they can then specialize in a particular area. And so um, students who are looking to advance their careers, who are looking to advance their knowledge or just their skills can find what it is that they're looking for in our MBA program at St. Leo University. That's one of the things that I, that I love about this program. Right. Very well said. And then just taking a little step back, I know just you did kind of touch on, you know, the types of students, the prospective students for the MBA program. And would you say it is generally the adult learner, you know, that that's perhaps earned a bachelor's degree, you know, many years back? Or do we see, you know, some students that go right into it, say, from that undergraduate degree? So we have some students who come right in from the undergraduate degree. And um, so those are the students that we find on our main campus. Uh, we offer uh, the MBA program on campus. We have weekend classes. We have weekday classes. Uh, for students who can do a full-time MBA and they can take classes during the week. And those are mostly our international students who are coming um, from so many different countries and so many different perspectives. But the majority of our students are adults. Um, the average age is somewhere around in their 30s or, or, or 40s. And these are students who have been in the workplace for a while. Uh, many of them are veterans, <laughs> just like me. <laughs> and their story is very similar to mine. Um, they have the educational benefits. They know that they want to take another step. They know that they want to use the education uh, to the next step in their career. And they're not always sure what that means or how to do it. So in addition to earning the degree, they are also seeking um, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the knowledge. They're also seeking that integration and that relationship with their professors to help them to navigate through the program and to help them to understand what that what that next step is. So most of them have already been in the workplace and they want to take the career to the next level. And so they're using the MBA to, again, enhance their knowledge, enhance their skills to take the career to the next level. Interesting. 
And then as far as the admission requirements, uh, I know like we've talked about, there are a number of, you know, concentrations that we offer, uh, but can, can you give like a, you know, a basic overview of what is actually required to be admitted to actually enroll in our MBA program? So uh, one of the, the, the basic um, requirements, just like most other MBA programs, is that a person must have an undergraduate degree from a regionally accredited institution, uh, such as SACS is, is, is our uh, accrediting body. So it must be an undergraduate degree from a regionally accredited institution. And um, you must have done well in the program. You know, we're looking for students with about, you know, a 3.0 GPA. However, we're also concerned about students, again, because the program is focused on helping managers to get to where they need to be, experience in management. Um, we, we like working with those students who have already been in the workplace and already have that um, to add to their program as well. So, um, again, those students who have come from a regionally uh, accredited institution, um, one of the things I like about our program is that you don't necessarily have to have a degree in business. Um, we're seeing a lot of students now who come from a field like social work, for example, or healthcare, and they're seeing that in addition to having the knowledge, they may have an undergraduate degree in social work, or they may have an undergraduate degree in healthcare, but the MBA, really understanding how businesses work, understanding financial management and accounting, they're seeing that there's a benefit in that as they move forward in management and leadership positions, even while they're in the healthcare industry, or even while they're in social work, or even while they may be in a particular industry, the benefit of having that MBA, of having an understanding of how businesses work, is what they find can assist them and help them to take their careers to the next level. I see. Very interesting. And then I also understand that uh, here in 2020, there was a change uh, as far as, you know, students being able to transfer credits into the MBA program. Can you touch on that some? So um, I think if you what you're talking about, we've, we've always had it where students can have always been able to transfer credits into the MBA program. Um, but now the way the program is set up, that a person might count some of the credits that they've earned toward their undergraduate degree. Um, six of those credits might also be applied to the graduate degree. And that is something new with the way that we are, we are looking at uh, the way that we apply our credits. And so, again, a person who is, under, who is in an undergraduate program in business and they know that they want to continue to move forward and they know that they want that MBA, uh, uh, they want that MBA degree, they can go ahead and take a couple of MBA courses. And those courses can be applied to the undergraduate degree as well as to the graduate degree. I see. So it does offer a little more flexibility, perhaps, than it, it used to. It does. Because, you know, one of the things that we're seeing for, for our students now is, and, and I think just as for higher education, you know, for everybody, is the time. So the time to degree is extremely important for people who are getting a, a, a graduate degree. Um, so having that flexibility and being able to have those credits to count toward the undergraduate and the graduate degree helps them in the time to degree, and it, it, it decreases the number of credits that they'll actually take once they are enrolled in the MBA program. I see. Gotcha. Let's uh, talk about the, the online academic achievement scholarship uh, that we offer through this program, if you could explain that. 
So, um, and I don't have those numbers in front of me. So basically, we welcome students who have um, who have achieved well. So again, we're looking for students who have about a three point um, to and who who were able to uh, achieve a three point in the undergraduate program. However, we also recognize the hard work and the achievement of those students who are able to do um, a little bit better when it comes to uh, their undergraduate programs. And so we do have scholarships available for students who are taking the program and who are earning the degree um, online. And um, uh, they're, earning, they're earning the degree online and they've done very well in the undergraduate experience. And so there is a scholarship that is available uh, for those students. I see. Very nice. Definitely a nice, you know, incentive, just obviously with the cost of education for anybody, it can be, you know, challenging at times. So any assistance, you know, financial aid wise in that case, it it certainly helps. Absolutely. Let's uh, dig a little more into, you know, the actual academics of the MBA program. And if you could just touch on kind of the core coursework of the MBA, obviously, like we've talked about, we have, you know, a number of concentrations. What are some of the classes and topics that, you know, any student, regardless of which specialization they're in, wow. would actually be taking? So, Greg, I could talk about this all day, but there are a couple <laughs> of, so we, we've made some really cool changes to our program um, leading up to the fall, and, and these, these, these courses will be offered beginning in the fall. So we're constantly looking and just, just wanting to be sure that the courses that we're offering, number one, are what the students want, but then what the industry needs. So we have relationships with industry councils in various cities in Virginia, in Atlanta, in Tampa. So we basically, these industry councils are represented by business owners and leaders in organizations, government organizations, private organizations that help us to ensure that our programs are relevant and to ensure that what our students are learning and that the experiences that they are having, that it really is what the workplace and what is needed in the market. And so using that information and we're constantly researching and looking at other programs and asking our students what they need. And we're really trying to refine our offerings. We're trying to refine our, our courses to ensure that we're offering what the students need in order to make a difference in their organization. And so what we've done is that we have now um, gotten our program. A, a person can earn the MBA with the straight management track. Um, can earn an MBA in 33 credits. And that's a change from last year because we had a 36-credit MBA. But a person can now complete the MBA in 33 credits. Again, that not only decreases the cost to degree, but as we discussed, it also decreases the time to degree. So in doing this, one special thing that we've done is that, as I've indicated, we accept students who might not have a business background. Maybe they've got an undergraduate degree in healthcare management. They might have a degree in sociology. They might have a degree in psychology, and they want that MBA. However, we found that in order to really help these students to achieve, having a foundation in management is extremely helpful for them. So we have designed a course that we're calling Management Essentials. And basically, this course is designed for students 
who have an undergraduate degree that might not be business, for students who have been out of uh, education for a really long time, and for students who, again, don't feel quite as comfortable coming into the MBA. So this is a course that helps to get them up to speed. It is an MBA course, but it is about management, it's management essentials. It helps them to become acclimated to the uh, technology of learning. It teaches them about APA and helps them to understand about research and documenting their sources. But it is a foundational course that we found that students who are coming from different backgrounds really need to achieve. However, at the same time, for our students who are just coming from an undergraduate degree, for our students who have been and they have a, a, a business or a management undergraduate degree, they're already equipped with the foundation that they need. So these students would be able to waive that course and then they could get right into the MBA core. So for these students, they could complete the MBA program in 33 credits. Another cool course that we have just designed is a course entitled Human Capital for Organizational Performance. And so we had a legal course and we had an HR course, but this course kind of combines the two of those together. And it's not just human resources for the sake of human resources, and it's not just legal for the sake of legal, but it really helps us to focus on those legal concepts, those human resources concepts that managers need to know to make a difference in their organizations. It helps them to understand the laws and the legalities. It helps them to understand what they need to know in order to maximize the human capital that they have in their organizations. It teaches about different theories of motivation, theories of leadership, different cases and case law, but it is wrapped together so that it is practical. It gives the students a practical understanding and a practical application of what these theories and what these laws actually mean to help them to make a difference in their organizations. So that's one that we think is really, really cool. Another one that we've added is a data, a business analytics course. And it really helps the students to look at data, to look at businesses and the information that they have and really understand how to utilize that information to do what? To make a difference in their organizations. So we believe that the students that we are welcoming in are already demonstrating themselves as leaders and they're looking to take the next step. So we're designing our programs, we're refining our courses to provide them with the tools, the skills, and the resources they need to really be able to make a difference. We want our students to be those ones that are in the workplace that truly they, their supervisors and their managers, their vice presidents are looking at to take the next step, that these are the ones that they want to groom, that these are the ones with the innovative ideas, with the, you know, the, the fresh thoughts looking at things not just out of the box, but they're the ones that are creating the, the you know, that are creating the, the, the framework by which businesses can succeed. And so we want our students to, to, to use those tools that we're providing that they can really stand out, make a difference in their organizations, and then be able to, to, to take their careers and to take their organizations to the next level. And I'm so excited about that. <laughs> So <laughs> that's awesome i definitely sense the passion in your voice and just you got me excited over here i'm like i want an mba <laughs> nice yeah and that's so fascinating about those classes you mentioned that you know just people from all different backgrounds and walks of life coming into yes. you know it's, it's got to be challenging to come up with courses that can really fit everybody you know no exactly. matter what 
where they're coming from. So that's great that we do offer that. And we just, we want our students to achieve. We have, again, so many veterans, and they're coming from a military background. They've done so much. They've seen so much. they accomplished so much. And in a lot of ways, and again, Greg, I was one of them. You know that you have these skills. You feel sort of confident, but you really don't know how is this going to translate to the to the workplace? How is this going to translate from uh, from where I was to where I want to be? And so these courses help them to understand. It's, it's almost a sense of empowerment that the knowledge, the critical thinking, the depth of your experiences, your analytical skills that you learned in the military, you can apply them and you can use them in order to grow right where you are. And so it leads to students with a, with a wonderful feeling of accomplishment and just a wonderful feeling of empowerment that the things that I know, the skills that I have, that I really can apply them right where I am to make a difference in my, in my organization. Right. Very nice. In terms of the concentrations, I know you mentioned we have about 10 different concentrations within the MBA program that we offer. Could you just touch on a few of, you know, maybe perhaps the, the most popular ones, the most interesting ones that, uh, that we offer? Wow. So, Greg, I think all of them are interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it, it, it depends upon, you know, what your interests are. Uh, probably a really popular one right now is project management. And one of the reasons, again, this is one of those concentrations that we're finding that project management, the skills, uh, the theories of project management, how to how to plan using project management is so useful in a variety of different industries. We have people coming out of healthcare who need that project management emphasis. We have people coming out of IT who need the project management skills. So I think that this is an area that speaks to being able to plan and being able to execute a project, regardless of your discipline or your industry, regardless of where you come from. This is probably one that just meets the needs of of a lot of different people. And then, of course, healthcare management is extremely important because, again, in, in, in our country, in our world, we're always going to need healthcare workers. But healthcare management, understanding how to manage those processes, how to lead the people, how to make the most out of the resources that are available to us in, in, in healthcare, how to make the most of resources when you really know you don't have enough resources. All of that is what the, the learning entails and what goes into um, healthcare management. So that is an extremely popular one because it's, it's just always needed. Social media marketing is an important one right now because, again, every industry uses social media. Every industry needs to know how to maximize social media in order to um, in, in order to enhance their organizations, whether you're a small organization or a large organization. Being able to navigate in social media is extremely important. And so uh, people who can who can who can do that that makes them extremely important in the organizations, regardless of what their title might be. And so again, these, it, it, you, you may or may not be the social media marketing person at the organization, but as a manager, as a people, as a person who is concerned about the growth of the organization, having that understanding of social media and knowing how to use it to grow your business or to build your business or to make a difference in your industry is extremely important, regardless of what your, um, your role or your title might be in the organization. Cybersecurity is, an, is another big one. 
um, as the world grows and as and, and, and now, you know, just in, in reading and watching what's happening as people are working more and more from home, that makes a lot of organizations more vulnerable because the protections that we might have in the workplace may not be the same as the cyber protection that we may have in our homes. And so uh, people with nefarious intentions may want to take advantage of that. So cyber cybersecurity in this particular day and age and in this climate is extremely important. And I think that's one of our concentrations that will continue to grow as well. So I think all of them are, are important. Um, but those are some of the ones that are most popular. And I, I tend to think that that, that that may be the reason why. Absolutely. Yes. And I, I know just so many of these are just really cutting edge and, you know, just looking ahead the next five, 10 years. I mean, so many of these concentrations are, are really going to be even more valuable as time goes on, like you said. Absolutely. Let's uh, talk talk about the faculty that we have teaching uh, in the MBA program, the different concentrations. Talk to me about, uh, you know, just in general, their backgrounds and, and how they really are there for the students. So um, I think that that really is the strength of our program because we can come up with all of these great courses and come up with all of these great uh, concentrations. But if we don't have good people is what it boils down to. Um, if we don't have excellent faculty to facilitate these courses, um, then the program just won't go anywhere. And one of the things that I like about St. Leo that I, that I found about them is that we have a lot of our faculty have been with us for a while. There is the longevity of their time with St. Leo. And I think that that reflects the commitment to St. Leo, the commitment to our values, the commitment to our ethics, and I think it also reflects the commitment to our students. But at the same time, Greg, what I love about these faculty is that they continue to publish, they continue to conduct research, they continue to attend conferences, and they are engaged in their industries and in their disciplines so that they maintain a fresh, unique, contemporary perspective of their, um, of their fields. So for example, our cybersecurity faculty are very connected to NSA, very connected to what our students need to be able to succeed in the industry, government, private. It, and it's just amazing to me that they're constantly attending conferences, constantly earning grants, winning grants, getting those qualifications, getting those certifications to ensure they know what our students need in order to be relevant in a contemporary workforce. So those are just some of the things that I, that I think are just great um, about our faculty. Um, the students will tell you all the time um, just about the time, the difference that the faculty make with them, the time that they spend, even in the online environment. One of the things that we're doing now in our online environment that we learned that we could do, and to be quite honest, Greg, this is something that we should have been doing all along, is having more face-to-face -face time with our students in the online environment. Most of our students are online. Most students take courses online, not necessarily because they want to. They do it because they need to, because of, of life, lifestyle. They're taking care of children. They're still working. Many of them are taking care of parents. And so online education works with their lifestyle. But they still want engagement with their faculty. They still want to get to know their other their, their colleagues in the classroom. They still want guidance from the faculty. They still want to get to know you, your personality, to see your face. 
And so having those synchronous opportunities, even in the online environment, we found that has been extremely important in this time as we're navigating through COVID. And that's something that we're going to continue to do in our online courses. Our faculty are committed to arranging uh, personal time, whether it's through Zoom or something, where the students can see their faces and get to know them and that they can actually spend additional time and, different, and additional opportunities instructing the students um, in addition to what's already laid out in the online uh, classes. Just some, some, some time that the students and the faculty have together in that instructional time. So I'm just, I'm just really excited about our faculty. I think they really, really, really make the difference for our, our MBA program. That's great. Yeah, just so many great positive characteristics and, and backgrounds. And it's really, we're, we're blessed to have the faculty that we do have. Absolutely. Now, in terms of uh, alumni, I'm not sure if anyone, you know, comes to mind offhand, but can you think of any specific examples of, you know, a student who has gone through any of our MBA concentrations and, and kind of how that degree has prepared them for advancement or business ownership or whatnot? So the answer to that question is, is yes. Um, one specific example that I can think about is a student who has been um, serving, and I, I guess I've just got social work on my, on my mind because she serves, um, she serves a population that is not always appreciated, a population that is not always very well regarded, um, where she worked with adults with special needs. And um, she had been working in, in various capacities in the, uh, in the field. Her, she has an alphabet list of, of letters behind her name of all the different qualifications that she had earned. But she knew in order to really make a difference for her clients, she needed to be in a management position. And when she got to that management position, there's some, she wanted to know how to run an office. She needed to know the background of finances. She needed to know accounting. There were some things that she knew she needed in order to be equipped to succeed in a management position. And so she came through and she earned the MBA. And I think within a, probably within three weeks of her graduating, she had landed her dream job. And she texted me the offer letter of just the salary that they were offering her was just positively amazing. And she was telling me that she knew she would not have probably even gone for the job had it not been for the MBA and the experience that she had. And because of the MBA and the experience that she had, she knows that she can do the job. And that's been probably, Mary has been in this job now going on two years. And um, she, uh, her office is one of many in her network. And um, she is constantly lauded as uh, just, you know, just for the way she manages the people, for the way she manages the resources that she has. And um, she's just over the moon excited. She keeps in contact with us about what she's doing and, and, and what her next steps are and just really how she's able to make a difference in her site. And I'm just excited for her. And there are a number of different, um, just a number of different uh, uh, stories that are like hers, but I think it's just it just one of the things that, that really just blows my mind is that a lot of our students come from a business background, but there are a lot of them who don't, and I'm so happy there's some MBA programs that if you don't have a business background, you're not accepted, 
But in so many different ways, having an NDA, regardless of what your discipline is, regardless of what your industry is, having that knowledge, having that understanding of those fundamental business principles helps you to make a difference in your organization, regardless of the type of organization that you have. And I'm just so glad that we have a program that allows us to welcome those students and then allows us to provide them with the skills, the resources, the information that they need in order to succeed. Right. No question about that. And just what a great example that you mentioned there of that, the one alum, you know, alumna who, like you said, has so many other, you know, has had certifications, I would imagine, and yes. other degrees and quite a background, but just did not have that MBA. And it just shows that no matter what someone, you know, may have already achieved, the power of the MBA is just so beneficial in so many ways. Exactly. That's exactly right. And I think, you know, for, for her and for anybody who earns the MBA, the, the MBA in itself, in a lot of ways, it could just be letters behind your name. But we like to engage with our students that they learn and grow, that they are different from the time they leave the program than they are from when they come in. So just like this student, they're going to apply for jobs that they never thought that they might be able to achieve. They're going to reach out and feel empowered to achieve and to succeed in areas where they never they, they might not have felt that before. So part of it is not, you know, it's the letters behind your name, but it is also that sense of empowerment, the feeling, the knowledge, the skills that you have that let you know, yep, I belong. I'm ready. I'm ready to go to the next step. I'm ready to take things to the next level. I'm ready to make a difference in my organization. Absolutely. And just to put a bow on this and wrap up here, um, obviously we've talked about many of the benefits of the MBA program here at St. Leo. And, uh, you know, if someone out there is listening to this podcast who's considering an MBA, if you could just kind of summarize, you know, why should that student seriously consider St. Leo University? So, again, I, I think overall the faculty, but what the faculty reflect are the values and the ethics. We believe that every student who comes to us, if you've applied, if you've been accepted, you have everything you need to do what you've been called to do. If you've applied, if you've been accepted, we start out with the premise that every student is an A student and it is our job, it is our responsibility to help you to achieve those goals that you have for yourself. So our classes are small enough that you have an intimate opportunity, you have an opportunity for intimate relationships with your students and that we're partnering with you. We're not so large, we're not so huge that we don't get to know our students, that our students are not actual people with names. And so I think that that's one thing that separates our program from a lot of other programs, that when you come to St. Leo, you are a name that the values, that the ethics that we stand on, they mean something to us. They mean something to us in the classroom. They mean something to us when we're engaging and teaching our students. Each one of our classes, we have six core values at St. Leo University. We have purposefully designed each course to focus on helping students grow in at least one of those core values, not by accident, but on purpose. <laughs> So our goal, our role is that you, this is what you need for where you want to be. You cannot leave this experience the same way that you came in. 
So that's our commitment. That's our goal for all of our students. And I think if anybody who's willing to give us a, a chance, come and take one course, take one course with us and see if you don't agree with, with what we're saying. Right. That's very well said. Okay. Well, I want to thank you uh, again. We're speaking with Dr. Pamela Lee. I want to thank you so much, Dr. Lee, for your time and your insight and really appreciate the passion and energy that, uh, you know, you've demonstrated for our program. And I, you know, I think anyone listening out there can really sense that this is such a unique program and there's so many unique aspects to it. And it's, it's just, you know, there's, there's no reason why someone should not at least consider St. Leo university. Absolutely. That's what, that's what we, that we hope that they, that they will see. So they can go to our website, the St. Leo website and um, click on uh, St. Leo MBA and find out additional information. And then um, they can also reach out to us, uh, mbasou at stleo.edu if they need additional information and that we will be happy to engage and, and talk with anyone who needs more information about our program. Excellent. And we'll also include the, the email address and those links in the show notes as well so people can have that. Great. Well, hey, Dr. Lee, right. I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us here Thank on the St. Leo 360 podcast. So Absolutely. All righty. Take care. Have a great day. God bless you. Yep. You too. Bye now. To hear more episodes of the St. Leo 360 podcast, visit stleo.edu forward slash podcast. To learn more about St. Leo's programs and services, call 877 622 2009 or visit stleo.edu.